Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James, the Fat Man Stevens, and a man whose favorite song of the minute is Jesus Take the Wheel, and not the whale, Ryan Preston. Hey, Jonah. Shit, that's assuming I can't drive with my knee. <laughs> Hold the phone, smoking a cigarette, and driving with the knee. That's the move. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a question for Ryan I want to throw out right off the bat since he's actually here. Okay. Do you still have the mustache? Yes, I learned how to drive with my knee from you. Shut the fuck up. Do you have a mustache? Do you, do I have a mustache? Yes. Do you still have the mustache? Is what I was asking. I, I still have the mustache. Yeah, it's my, it's my defining characteristic. I can't. I can't. Okay. So, are you? Did they reschedule the Ren Renfair? Uh, yeah. So next year. Shit. Oh shit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Bummed me the fuck out. The reason why I was asking is because the the county fair up here is rescheduled for like a month out, so it's going to be a, like a couple weeks late. But I'm still thinking like I don't think the free, they've said that they're going to extend the quarantine until the end of the year. Yeah, I think it's for different for think. for different things. Um, yeah. and you know, different county counties fair. are you know a little more. Um, some counties are a little more you know. Fightful or, or what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, yeah, fightful. Now they're consolidated. LA County. Yeah, well, you know, LA just, County with the, the, the of idea of just just because the government told me to do it, I, I'm not going to do it is a, is a weird angle for me. Like, I'm not a fan of the government <laughs> up in my shit anyway. As the older I've gotten, the more, you know, kind of Republican side of small government I respect a lot more. Like, I, I get where, you're, where, where the Republicans are coming from on that one, and I'm all for it. <laughs> Um, but at the same time, if the government said, uh, uh, don't drink bleach, you know, I, I'm not going to drink bleach just because they said not to. <laughs> well, actually Trump kind of said to drink bleach. You know, what's funny about that is, uh, my girlfriend brought <laughs> that up when it, when it happened like the morning after or something. And I've had to tell her to stop bringing up politics in the morning. It just bums me out. Um, but I, I find myself having to be the guy that defends Trump on the innocuous shit. <laughs> so we can actually focus on the horrific shit that, that actually happened. So she tells me about it, and I'm like, all right, well, he probably meant, you know, is there like a medical version of a disinfectant, something like that, maybe floating this sort of like a layman's idea of it and whatnot. And then I watched the clip. I'm like, this motherfucker said drink bleach, basically. What, would you want to like, know there something? There was no defending that. <laughs> I was so ready to be on his side. So a little nope. a little inside baseball, they actually use bleach, like Clorox bleach in dentists, in the dentist industry, and they'll squirt it in your mouth and shit. It's a distant... Yeah, but you're not swallowing it. Uh, you know, you are swallowing a little bit of it. They can't get all of it out, believe it or not. Yep, yeah, but a little bit isn't going to well, kill yeah, but I mean, I you're mean, swallowing uh, a little bit of toothpaste, and no, that shit's good for you. That's got, you know, hydrogen peroxide and, and all the bad stuff, but... That's true, you so... Know, in small doses, you're all right. So did you guys hear... Who is the who is the latest Spotify only podcast? Joe Rogan's no, is like, Joe Rogan has basically come out that said he is going to be his podcast is going to be a Spotify exclusive, as opposed to like all of the other apps that have his podcast. Yeah, you uh, so really. Yeah, so basically saying that you can get us on Spotify, you're going to see clips of a show on YouTube, but all the full video, all the full of audio is only going to be available on uh, Spotify, which left because me... Because of some deal that he got with them or because of everybody else <clears throat> fucking him over? Oh, I guarantee they wrote him a fat check. Oh my God, can you imagine the size of the check they would have had to write for that show? Which, which by the way, hey, it, any guys, people who, are, who were... Uh, advertising the Joe Rogan podcast and you're upset at him. I know a podcast us who would, who'd love to do business with you. And I know there's gotta be some of you out there. I guess not. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was kind of surprised that you would shoot yourself in the leg to be honest. I, I don't really like Spotify all that much. I mean, the only reason I use, I listen to it is if there's an album like somebody says, Hey, check out like a uh, ice tea album, ice tea's album for, you know, from 1995. Like, okay, let me check it out. Cause it's the only way I'm going to be able to listen to it is on Spotify. But I don't really like yeah. the way they do podcasts. I don't like their web interface. I do love it for specific things like albums, but not. I haven't really ever. Yeah. I've never used it for podcasts. 
Um, I have a subscription to it just because I don't I don't really have a collection of music anymore. Um, I, I can't remember the last time I used a CD, so it's just a handy kind of thing. And they and they have you know added a whole bunch of stuff on there as far as like a lot of those you know deep cut sort of stuff you can find. They've got a pretty good catalog. Um, they but, do. Yeah, I've never used it for podcasts. Albanoni's Adagio and G minor by the doors. It might be on there. They They, have that. They have that. I looked it up (laughs) maybe four days ago. They they do. They they do have a lot. They have a lot of albums. I mean, they go far as the the deep cuts of things. But in general, I'm just not a giant fan. And then my thing is, you're basically limiting your audience to. They got to download an app, which is already the barrier to entry. And I don't see Joe Rogan being stupid enough to make them be a, you have to have a subscription to it. But I don't know. It just seems to me that you're shooting yourself in the foot. However, if somebody was going to write me a million dollar check. Oh, it's going to be a lot more than that. And I wouldn't he say no. He, he's got enough money and, and, you know, with his other ventures um, that, that he's going to be fine, you know, and, and, and he, he's going to drag so many people over to Spotify. <laughs> I, uh, so know, I mean, it's gonna, their stock's going to be going up. I'll be honest. I really dislike that. And I get it. Like the new future podcast is exclusive only. I really, <laughs> I really dislike that because you know, the, maybe that's what we're doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I'll say it, if, if podcast one Westwood, if you would be super interested in, in, having the Mad Trio podcast, the old guy tech TV being exclusive, just call me up. I mean, I swear I'll be on the phone. Um, yeah. I mean, can you make Jiminy shut up? I just don't see, honestly, I, I think it serves podcasts better. Maybe not Joe Rogan because his is so big, but I think it serves podcasts better to be everywhere and not on one single platform. I mean, because for music, honestly, I prefer Pandora because I actually, Pandora, I learn more. There's more musicians, more bands that I hear of through Pandora than I do listening to single albums through uh, Spotify. And honestly, I just don't dig their podcast section. Like the fact- You know, I, I remember uh, I liking Pandora's uh, uh, algorithm a lot as far as like the... Um, but Spotify started to do it the last couple of years too, maybe even longer. As far as the, the <laughs> oh, you listen to this artist. Here's the ones that were influenced by them, and they here's the ones that that, that influenced them. And you can kind of go down this this deep rabbit hole of oh, this band spawned this band, and this band influenced this one, and that's why we have this music, and you well, know, the, keep keep on the same particular vein. Well, they of they something and, and run across things you haven't heard in a long time. Yeah. They, they do, but I mean, like like for example, on my 1960s Pandora playlist, I list 30 bands that are from the 60s that I really dig. And then you can activate deep cuts on the new app. And dude, there's bands that I've never heard of. And and I know that sounds like, oh, you've never heard of a certain band in the 60s. I grew up listening to that shit. So there's a lot of stuff I've heard of that most people haven't just by the sheer the fact it's what I grew up listening to because of my dad. And I like that, discovering yeah. new things. And Spotify does it a little bit. Those They, they have those, uh, was it the daily playlists or, or whatever? I just, I don't know. It's not the same to me. Um, maybe to me it's a little bit romanticism because I found some of my favorite jazz artists through Pandora. So there could be a little bit of, it holds a special place in my heart right next to my record collection and my CDs and my VHS tapes. <clears throat> <laughs> but, I mean, who knows, really? I think I still yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting to see because, I mean, I'm sure you'll get more listeners because of Spotify and then the people who, you know, have been longtime listeners will absolutely make the jump. I mean, you know, so I wonder uh, we, if we, it's just it's sort of mutually beneficial. Hey, we'll get you another million listeners and you can bring your, you know, 30 million listeners along with you. I mean, we are, I mean, we're on Spotify. We're on everywhere. There's a couple of places we, I, I haven't been able to get us on yet. Um, but we're everywhere, quite literally. Um, I guess for Joe Rogan, it won't hurt him. I mean, cause it basically means I wouldn't say not hurt him, but I don't, I think he's going to break even listeners wise. There's already a number of people online who basically said, I'm not going to go on yet. Cause I hate Spotify. It is what it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, those, 
little bastards to me and just, just, I don't like this thing, so I'm not going to do this other thing that I like because it's associated with this thing. I mean, I don't listen like, to... I'm a fucking baby. I mean, I don't listen to every one of his podcasts. I'm very selective. Just, you know, I'm like, okay, I don't want to listen to that person. Don't want to listen to that person. Like, I'm super selective, but I've never heard Joe Rogan do a bad podcast, except maybe when he he's a little too hammered. There's, yeah, there's but usually the ones where he's too hammered is with his friends, you know what I mean? Or uh, a fight companion. Uh, He'll get absolutely right, hammered. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hey, speaking of, speaking of fights, um, actually, uh, wanted to bring this up uh, uh, last week, but I wasn't available. Um, have you guys seen Mike Tyson's video that he uh, that he dropped? Was that the one where he's, uh-huh. he's going to fight um, uh, Evander Holyfield or something? Or is that the one where so he was that's boxing? The, that's the speculation. It's the yeah, it's the one where he's he's uh, uh, training. I saw that. But, that's uh, fucking it was crazy. Like a short, 20, 30 second clip, which low key fucking scared the shit out of me just watching the video. This dude at 53 has some of the, the hardest fucking pop in his punches. Like, I feel bad for the 28 year old that fights that guy. And by the he way, fucking furious. This is, this is, <laughs> this is from a guy who basically said he doesn't pros- he doesn't practice boxing because he's afraid of the person it brings out at him. He did. I forgot where it was. Right, yeah, he said that on Rogan's podcast. Was like, that Rogan? You know, fire up my ego. Yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah he. It, it was another. I don't know if this was Joe Rogan, but he was definitely saying that he, uh, he, he changes. He says and it, you'll have to list basically do a search for, uh, for his interviews. He's done a couple of ones recently within the last five years that are super eye opening into his personality. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's been farming with Tegrity for a long time uh, uh, with his wheat farm over there. Um, so I'm surprised he would he would come out of retirement and, 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 and do that. But damn, dude, he looked amazing in that video. I could see it, you know, because it's like... He's, he's always been a really strong guy. I, it could, oh, my God, man. Could, I mean, just so I, brutal with those. I mean, I feel bad for that guy's hands that he was holding the mitts. It could be, and this is this isn't the exact same sport. Um, but there's a wrestler by the name of Edge who had to quit because basically his neck was so bad, and somehow he recently was able to come back for uh, for a little bit. So I'm assuming for Tyson, maybe it's like that. He didn't like how he, he his last his his last fight that everybody knows about at least is him biting Holyfield's ear. So maybe if he's actually coming out of retirement, maybe this is him saying, "Okay, I want one last fight." So it doesn't end on a downer note, which he kind of, to me, seems that that would be him, that maybe it took a while yeah. for him to get over whatever his life, because the dude yeah. had a real shit childhood. Maybe he's finally at a point in his life that he's like, okay, I want to do this one more time. Yeah, well, it's basically off the heels of Holyfield dropping the video where he was training, you know, wanting to, wanting to get back in the ring for uh, for like a charity exhibition match. Um, and then like like within a couple of days after, all of a sudden Tyson dropped that video and, you know, says I'm back at the end. And, you're, I, I mean, I, I got goosebumps. I'm like, dude, if I get to see Mike fucking Tyson fight again, that's going to make my goddamn life. No offense to Holyfield, oh. but he's he's basically volunteering for his own mugging. Because I, 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 I saw the Mike Tyson video, and, yeah, Holyfield can't. I just don't see him holding up to Iron Mike. I would kind of like Man, to see he, Holyfield he and, so and Mike Tyson fight again. <laughs> Dude, I want to see. I want to see. Whole, that's the speculation: is we're going to get Holyfield Tyson three, man. Which is, I mean, that was that's going to break every so, pay per view record that's ever been made. I want to see. So I, oh, I, yeah. I, I want to see. I want to see Floyd Money Mayweather versus Mike Tyson. <laughs> that's 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 like four weight classes away from each other. I still want to see it. I, I want to see, well, well, I think it'll, I think it'll, down. I think you it'll even out. Get murdered. That's what you want to see. Well, cause I'm still <laughs> fucking pissed that I didn't get to see Manny Pacquiao ver, uh, versus boy Floyd Mayweather at both at their prime. Cause that was an abortion of a match. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, but it's not as bad as golden boy <laughs> versus, <laughs> was it versus Pacquiao? Dude, yeah, that was, yeah. De La Hoya versus Pacquiao. That was that was sad. I've that, never that, was, that shouldn't have happened. I actually was that embarrassed. Not have happened. I was I was embarrassed watching that match because it literally looked like I was watching like a uh, like uh, what was it like a cancer patient or like an AIDS a high patient fighting a five year old. <laughs> well, did you ever see? Was it Philadelphia with Tom Hanks? And that's a, there's a scene in that movie where he's super skinny. Reminds me of that's what the Golden Boy looked like in that in that fight, and it just oh, 
man. It looked like I watched a guy get paid. You know, he got a big purse, but he basically <laughs> he got his ass kicked to do it. It was such a hard fight to watch. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I was yeah. rooting for Pacquiao because he's my favorite fighter. But, oh, my God. Yeah. It was embarrassing. It's fun to oh, watch man. now. Let's <laughs> be honest. I, I'm a little past being embarrassed. I just remember watching that fight, and my jaw's like on the floor, like, "Oh man, this is bad." Because we watched this it together. We watched it together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and me- like, "Oh man, this is bad. <laughs> this is so bad." Because <laughs> I, I remember, I think we both said, "Should we turn this off?" And we're like, eh, "Let's let's finish it." <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was over within like ten seconds. It's like, "Oh, this is this is not going to go good." <laughs> The English longbow was a powerful medieval weapon said to be able to pierce an opponent's armor and may have been able uh, been a decisive factor in several key military victories. Historians continue to debate how effective the longbow was in battle. They found, this is often Ars Technica, uh, uh, Ars Technical, Technica article, basically saying medieval arrows cause injuries similar to gunshot wounds, sim, uh, studies find, and uh, they may have been fletched to, to spin counterclockwise. So now they're finding out more information about how deadly some of these arrows were because they've found, well, more skulls. Yeah, exit wound, exit wound. Well, it's interesting because <laughs> I've never heard of the longbow. I think they had a 100 to 150-pound pull, if I remember correctly. And oh, I'm, yeah, sometimes more. I mean, it, obviously not everybody was drawing it back at a full draw. But, yeah, I mean, the, the velocity which those things were coming down, because you'd shoot them up at a big arc, you know, um, traditionally. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't something where you're taking, like, straight <clears throat> shots at somebody. You know, you're putting it at that 45-degree angle and dropping it on people. Those things are coming down hard. And it's one of those things that I've heard, I don't know how much is true, that I've heard there's, the toughest palm pull, and I don't remember if it was 100, 150, or 200, but I've heard nobody's been able to physically do it with their bare hands because they would be practicing their entire life. Um, but I just couldn't imagine that. An arrow being able to pierce armor like a bullet is amazing to me. Yeah. Well, uh, the Mongol uh, bows, which were really short recurve bows, um, you know, made for, for horse archery, uh, were uh, reportedly 160-pound pull. Uh, which is insane, you know. I mean, that's imagine you know you're you're shooting from a from a child what your fucking shoulders must look like after five years of uh, of, of doing that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so notably, gun manufacturers have a historical have historically rifled barrels, so the bullet spins in the same direction clockwise. The author writes, there has been evidence of the shaft arrows lodging itself in the skull and was pulled back through the front end of the arrow, creating an even more fractured skull. Huh. Authors suggest the arrow in question was a square or diamond-shaped bodekin type. A common military weapon, such arrowheads can be confused with crossbow, bolt, yada, yada. It's a super interesting article. And they found all this based off of bone fragments and teeth. Um you got to check it out. Yeah, because they were they were cutting into the skulls at like ninety degree. You can see like the ninety degree angle. Yeah, you know of the of the hole. So that's when they they started uh, speculating that it was because of like a like a solid like you said a Bodkin uh, style arrow, which is like a instead of having a flat triangle, you have like a three hundred and sixty degree almost pyramid shape. You know, a, a skinny yep. tall pyramid shape at the end of it, which I mean it, it's a lot heavier. You know, obviously, but when you're firing it off of a big ass English longbow and it's coming, you know, down at an angle, that's carrying a lot of kinetic energy. The the most interesting thing is it says the penetration aren't large enough for the trauma to be caused by crossbows. So they apparently they can tell by the amount of penetration or the amount of damage to the surrounding surviving bone. That that's yeah, it's just crazy what you what they can figure out with that. Right, and some of the shit's from like ten thirty two. Right. I, it's just wow. like, you know, it, it just it just blows my mind. You know what the fuck they can they can actually fucking find is is just crazy. Well, yeah, and what's amazing is all the stuff that they do know. Nobody really knows what an actual medieval battle would have looked like. You know what I mean? We've seen movies and you know Gladiator and Braveheart and all those things where these big battles and 
you know, and everybody kind of running in there, meleeing and stuff. But nobody knows exactly how that worked. You know, did everybody run at each other with swords and and whatnot? And, and I mean, how many of your own guys are you killing just from a from a wind up or or a backswing or there's, you know, an overswing? I, there's got to be some surviving. Knows. There's got to be some surviving records of like you know the Battle of Hastings or you know some shit enough to at least give them an idea. At least that's my well, thought. I mean, an idea as far as like movements and tactics and things, but when you know two groups of people actually met each other, nobody really knows what that what that actually looks like. No, that's you know? true. So the speculation is yeah. is basically just that. You, and, you know, they know certain things what weapons would do to you, but um, and as they always say, know, history is written by the victors. Used. That's true. I mean, true. pretty much, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hell, crossbows yeah, so you, you tend to look for the hostile witnesses. Well, hell, crossbows were banned by the church because they were a coward's weapon, which means, you know, I remember reading somewhere that you weren't allowed to use them against Christians. You couldn't use them against fellow Christians, but all the pagans and other ones is fine, which is, you know, right. I've read that in multiple locations, which I thought that, you know, I thought that was hilarious. It's like that one, I wish you remembered who wasn't, I don't know if it was true, but some group of people or soldiers in the Middle East back in the day with black powder rifles were packing their boars with uh, pig fat to shoot against Muslims. <laughs> I was like, damn. Besides the smell. I'm sorry, they were packing you with pig fat for what? The shoot against Muslims. Oh, wow. That's- now, I don't know if that's true. This is something I remember from my childhood. But even as a kid, I was like, damn, that's um, that's that, that that's pretty. That's a pretty big fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Um, besides, and my thought, hey it, Jim, your gun smells like bacon. <laughs> I'm just thinking the mess. I mean, you're either packing it or you're rubbing it, but just the can fact. Can you imagine? Yeah, can you imagine cleaning that gun? No, not really. I don't like <laughs> I don't like cleaning my guns as it is. Now you gotta have to figure out how you're gonna get like pig grease off the inside of a firearm. On the other hand, yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even want to go back to cleaning black powder out of a fucking gun. It, it's a bitch of enough oh, to get cordite, you know, out of something. Let alone black powder or pig fat. Hell, honestly, man, there's guns I've had my entire life that have never been cleaned, and I've had them for thirty plus years. So. Yeah, well, with, man, you'd have to, and there's pig certain fat. cannons that you'd have to grease the uh, the shot, right? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. assuming so. Yeah, but can, I mean. I'm just, I'm like picturing like a, a whole line of people firing their guns and they're all catching on fire because of pig fat. <laughs> <laughs> right. I wish, I wish I knew if it was true. It was something I should have probably looked up before the show, but yeah, it's probably bullshit. You know, I, I mean, you know, why would you go through that kind of effort. It's so much strange shit in history. I wouldn't doubt that if a small section in history did it, um, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't be very I wouldn't put it past though, you know? Yeah, it would have to be one of those things that it that uh, um, hold on, that you know that you'd have to do as a kind of a fuck you, kind of a mind game. I don't think it would be something that would be very practical. Oh, and and talking about potential of the downfall of movie theaters. <laughs> Or at least making them not as common. There have been two major motion pictures that have been released um, to direct to buy or to, you know, basically oh, yeah. real expensive previews is Trolls, the new Trolls movies, and the new Scooby-Doo movie. Um, now, here's really? the thing. Uh, these are kids' movies. These aren't actual release-release yeah. release movies. I guess the new Tom Cruise movie is going to go to Apple+. Plus. I just saw... Um, now, apparently, okay. these have done very well. I don't have the numbers for any of them. Um, but, for example, the Trolls one, it was $20, and I guess you got to watch it for up to 24 hours and, and as many times as you wanted to in those 24 hours. I know AMC basically told the company who uh, released Trolls that from now on, none of your movies will be available in our picture, in our in our theaters. Oh, wow. Um, now to me, now this was, this was a couple of weeks ago. So things might have changed. It was a couple of weeks to a month ago. Now, my question would be, if this becomes more common, is it going to harm the theaters? And this is my thought. My thought was, I think people will still come back to theaters once all this is over. So here's my thought. My thought is, is 
medium budget movies and medium budget nowadays is <laughs> like anything a hundred million, like $50 million or under. I mean, the shit, the yeah, amount of money they're spending. Closer to 50. Um, I think what happened is medium budget movies are going to come back and they're going to be on all your streaming services, probably for anywhere. I think the 15 to $20, which for a first release movie, I actually think is a pretty good deal depending on the amount of times you can yeah, watch you it. You've got a few people in your household that are watching it, you know, stuff like that. I, I do um, think big tent pole movies, possibly like the new ghostbusters, any Avengers movies, etc. I think that's going to be the theater. And as much as I've been predicting this, I'm still lamenting it because I fucking love the theater. Granted, I haven't seen a movie in the theater in fucking five years, but or three years, really. But I miss, I'm going to miss that, like seeing the Hunt for Red October in the theaters, Indiana Jones, or... But I think other people miss it, too. You know what I mean? It's not just, it's not just us. I mean, people are going to want to go back to a theater and have that experience because it is the experience, you know, especially with all the theaters, you know, putting in the recliners and having the bars and the food brought to your, to your seat. They've made it much more of an experience, See, you know, with that, which people, yeah. people like, you know? See, here's the, the, the weird thing was I, I even miss kind of the, the crappy theaters that was kind of run down and there's bubble gum on me the too. seat and, and, and yeah. don't, don't, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I mean, it wasn't always a fun experience, but like, like the movie or somebody near you, but there was that, that physical, that physical visceral feeling of it, that experience. I, I don't know. It's just not the same. I mean, granted, it's kind of neat. I can get an old fashioned at a movie. You uh, want to start chucking gummy bears at a screen again, don't you? I never did that in the first place. <laughs> um, Liar. Lies. <laughs> okay. Hold on. So here's something. Uh, Oh, apparently to keep uh, some of the ammo dry, various pork or beef fat, pork being inherent to Muslims, was used to pack some of the was used to pack the ammo. And apparently, it was British. the The British were doing it regarding to. Yeah, you mean the British were British, bastards? Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, just a you little. Mean the people the that British were saved, bastards. No way. <laughs> right. Um, but so I don't know. I'm I'm I'd be lying if I wasn't bummed about the theaters going away because I, I think it's going to happen just because of the way technology is now. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to disappear because I think there's people like me and Ryan and James who love the experience of waiting in line, buying a ticket, you know, getting whatever snacks and stuff if you're going to do it. There's a physical feeling of it and the smell um, of it that is just so. You know, it's my childhood. Um, yeah, well, it's not like movie theaters put put um, theater, you know, like like actual physical plays and whatnot out of business. You know, people go still do that stuff. So sure. I, I don't think that, that the new digital age of being able to watch everything at home. I mean, shit, I I, I I love movies. I watch movies and TV and whatnot all the time. But every now and again, I'm like, hey, let's go let's go see this new thing in the theater. But I you think know, I've been looking forward to this, and I don't want to wait three months till it's on DVD or whatever the fuck. I think the one thing though, or two weeks before it to be released on streaming. I, I think I think the one thing though is you have to think of at least for you, since right now you you live in a major a major metropolitan area, um, the San Angeles area. If you're a big fan of the movie Demolition Man. Um, oh is because you have, you have like, cause I love the theater. I'm not a big fan of like musicals, but I love the theater and there's just not a lot of quality theater where I live. Like nothing. I don't see a whole lot of stuff that just screams, Oh, I got to see it because it's, it's either way it's, it's either, I'm not willing to drive an hour or two hours to go see it. Um, and well, I just hope the thing is you, you, you'd have to presume that, that the people that are making these movies are going to not distribute them to theaters. You know what I, I mean? The only reason that they're doing it with these digital releases is because they cannot distribute them to the theater. But when the only place to go see this movie for the next four months is at a movie theater, people are going to go, you know, so, they want to see it, all yeah. the marketing work. So let know? me, let me shoot something by you. Cause this is what I was thinking. If say like, uh, 21st Century Fox or 21st Century, whatever they call it, or Searchlighter, name your distributor, finds out that for $20, somebody will buy a movie, they get to keep 100% of the profits or at least a majority of it versus going to the theater and they're already losing money doing the theaters, et cetera, et cetera. Who do you think they would choose? I mean, I, I think... It's way, first of all, the 20 bucks 
is way less than they would be making from from distributing it to theaters. You know, because it's, it's twenty bucks for your entire family. You know, you got four kids, and you and mom, you know, are going to sit there with your four kids and pay twenty bucks and watch, you know, the the, the Trolls World Tour movie. Um, is not the same as you going to the movie theater and having it only there, and you're dropping fifteen bucks a person. Yeah, you're you're leaving there a hundred bucks lighter. You know, so it it behooves the the movie industry to keep that shit in the inexpensive movie theaters. You know, with all the fancy new stuff, and it's a mutually beneficial thing. No movie theater wants to go out of business, and no no studio is going to want to give up that money. The only reason they've been doing this is because you want you know fifty percent of what you've been making, or a hundred percent of nothing. You know, it's this or nothing. Yeah. That's, that's the only options they currently have. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't blame them for doing the the streaming right now because no, I mean, genius. you don't know, you don't know how long this is going to be. You really don't. Yeah. I mean, there's there's certain areas that are saying, oh, we're going to be opening this stuff up, but the movie theaters aren't open up yet. I mean, uh, this yeah. county that I'm in right now is one of the one of two counties in all of California that has the green light to actually start opening restaurants for dine-in. And we're getting swarmed, but theaters aren't open. I mean, you can't go go down to the local theater and sit there a seat over from everybody else. It's they're not doing it, right? So I mean, this could be another four months, another six months. So I really knows. Right. I'm having a hell of a time. And it's, and it's all about the movies that were planned on being released during this time anyway. I mean, how many, all the movies yeah. coming out right now have been in post-production for a long-ass time. The marketing has been doing its work. So they can't just not release the movie. You know, they had to come up with something. Yeah. But I'll bet you all of the other movies that can wait, oh, hey, you know what? We haven't started our marketing campaign for this new movie. You know, let's just Ghostbusters. Quit. let's not do the marketing until all this shit's over because I don't want the fifty percent of this. You know, I want a hundred percent of everything. I am having a hell of a time finding the actual numbers. I'm looking right now. It says in, uh, let's see. I guess it cost uh, roughly ninety million, ninety million to make trolls. Uh, yeah. Jesus. Gross worldwide. Yeah, those animators, man, are not fucking cheap. No, I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out. Right, worldwide, right now, they say Russian and Commonwealth independent states a million, international two hundred gross. So, you know, I'm having a hell of a time. But they could have, they could, they could have lost a lot of money. However, it won the digital box office record, but doesn't actually mean anything because it's the first time a major motion picture that I know of, a theater bound movie has been released solely digital first run. <clears throat> So, but the thing is that I would say about all that is it's not to say that they're not going to release it anyways in theater. I mean, obviously they're not going to be doing it at some theaters, but you know, I mean, they probably will still release Scooby-Doo and Trolls in theater because I mean, there's going to be kids that want to go to the theater to see it. See it. (laughs) Yeah. I would be surprised if they released it in theater, honestly. And the, my thought is because it's already it's already happened. You already have access to it. So I think the question is no matter yeah, well, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. It, it's no matter what the kids want. It's 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 what the parents want, and it's just a matter of convenience. Is it easier to spend fifteen dollars and and let the kid watch the movie for two hours at home on the couch where you're doing laundry, or taking the kids to the theater? Now it still might happen. Um, that's yeah, what I'm curious to see what's going to happen. At home, you know, and, and it's not the same kind of uh, attention span that you would have at a theater. Um, you know, <sighs> not the same distractions and, and all the other little accoutrements that go with it. You know, the treat. You know, when you're when your parents buy you some some sour patch <clears throat> kids or something like that, you're you're missing out on all of that. Um, but also, I mean, I've had access to to a I mean, Amazon Prime has been doing this for a couple of months now. You know that hey, the in theater purchase. You know, and I, me and Amber, yep. uh, my girlfriend, wanted to watch uh, the the um, Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Ugh. I'm like, all right, well, let me, let me just have a huge Jim Carrey fan. Um, hey, hey, hey. That movie's actually really the, entertaining. Yeah, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie was it obviously wasn't canon of Sonic the Hedgehog. 
I mean, how the hell are you going to do no, that? But is there right. actually such but, a I thing? Mean, as... It was actually pretty decent for a kid movie. I is... was surprised how fucking entertaining that movie was. However, you yeah, better I believe I fucking waited till that thing was available for rent. I'm not dropping twenty bucks on me and my girlfriend to watch that shit at home. I'm still. You know, I'm going to wait actually, for a couple of months and. I took James to the movie theater on like a, a matinee day, and he loved it. I'm—I'll be honest. I'm still surprised they came out with the Sonic the Hedgehog movie because I was too. You know, well, so usually, oh no, yeah, no, if any of you don't know how this actually works with kids' cartoons, um, a lot of the time what they have is the kids' cartoons is is basically it's the. It's the end. It's the, what a fancy shot. What a, it's, it's basically the, the, the end goal. So what they'll do is they'll have a couple of years of a, of a, a TV show. Then they do, then they do the coup de gras, which is the movie. And then that's it. No more production. And they can run the cartoon for reruns for eternity. It's usually traditionally what they do. I look at, uh, for example, DuckTales, the original TV show. It was rare, but oh, they God. did because they actually had more, more content <laughs> afterwards. That's incredibly rare in the cartoon world. At least it was back then. Um, and so there wasn't really Sonic the Hedgehog didn't come out. There was really no tie in for that. So I think it was all, I, I think it was based on nostalgia because this point in time, the people who originally played it are actually in their thirties and have teenage kids. Oh yeah. I mean, they've been in the process of selling our childhood to us for the last 10 years. You know, I think this happens for every generation. The motherfucker, why can't they make a good GI Joe movie? A Thundercats movie? How about a a, a, a silver? Movie. How about a, a a Silverhawks movie? I can name a thousand different cartoons that they could at least do something on that would have been that would have been good. Darkwing Duck. Do fuck anything but the goddamn GI Joe movies. I, those movies were oh dude, those movies were so fucking bad. The cartoons weren't as cheesy as the movies were. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you know, some of it's just a gimmick. Hey, here's a name you recognize. Come to the theater. You know what I mean? They're going to drop fucking... It, it, it's one of those, hey, the movie cost $20 you know, million, dollars, but the marketing was $100 million. <laughs> I could see it with the first movie. <laughs> oh, my God, was that awful. I don't think I ever saw any of the follow-up G.I. Joe's. Uh, the, the last... No, the, I never I saw, saw the, the first one. first one. The last one was with The I Rock. The first, one. the first one. The second one was the with The Rock... And um, Bruce Willis, it was it was actually entertaining. Don't get me wrong; both movies were entertaining. But in my opinion, granted, I grew up watching the GI Joes of the '80s. I think they could have done better. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just didn't like yeah. it. it. It wasn't, you know, I don't know. It wasn't nothing to run right home about, in my opinion. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't about you know. Hey, we need to make this good movie so everybody tells their friends about it, and then everybody you know takes their their. Oh, hey, I saw this by myself. Now I want to take all my friends to go see it. No, 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 no. It's hey, hey, remember this thing that you like? You know, come come and see it, and we don't care if you think it sucks because we made that opening weekend money. <laughs> Motherfucker, if you're and, gonna sell my childhood one. to me, at least make it fucking good. I mean, come on. Oh, they had no and interest in the making the same amount of money whether that movie was good or not. I, see, James, <laughs> James is right. Transformers. So here, here's the the one thing. I'll, I'll be a hundred percent abomination. I actually, and this is something I've always believed to some degree. I think animation is the perfect media for the un for the impossible. You're, I'm talking about yeah, well, GI Joe. I'm talking about Transformers. When you bring it, when you bring it to live action, you've got to have a reason for things. There has to be explanations, at least tied to some real uh, reality. For in that universe, you have to explain how that universe works. Cartoons, you don't have to do that. You can make some assumptions. This is automatic assumption. Oh, it's a cartoon. Anything's probable. That's one of the reasons I think like the Transformers were bad. But granted, I wasn't the audience. It was that 10-year-old, 13-year-old kid who was just watching fucking explosions. But yeah. I refuse me... to see the Bumblebee movie and the last two Transformers. I've seen all of them except for the last two and the Bumblebee movie, and I'm done. I'm, I'm not doing it. <clears throat> Man, I, I'm the only person who was pissed at how they treated Megan Fox, but <laughs> so I totally understand. Um, I, hate oh, I don't give a shit about Megan Fox. Well, I just I, didn't like the movies. Well, I don't like what they did to her character. They turned her character from a sex pot that actually had a reason to be there with just a sex pot, and that has a tendency to piss me off. 
It's like, you know, you got to have a reason to have this, this chicken high, sh- uh, high shorts. It doesn't, you know, it just kind of bugged I, me. I don't care. I, I had no interest in watching Megan Fox at all in, in any of the movie. I went there to see fucking Transformers, okay? I don't oh, want to yeah. see Megan Fox. I gave a shit about Megan Fox. I gave a shit about whoever the fuck was there, the, the, the kid that was supposed to be the main character along with everything. I gave a shit about that. I went there to see fucking Transformers, and I saw bullshit on a screen. Well, see, let me let me explain. I didn't go... I didn't see it because of Shia LaBeouf. I saw the movie because of fucking Is Peter... Who was? I, I saw it because of Peter Cullen. Let's be honest. I didn't see the fucking movie for any other reason than the original American voice actor for Optimus Prime, who was yeah. Peter Cullen. That's the yeah. only reason I fucking saw it. Because yeah. as soon yeah. as I, literally, as soon as I saw him, like I heard his voice, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to see it. Um, and by God, yeah. they've almost gotten all my money for that, except for the last three movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I went because, yeah, they were bringing back the original voice actors, all this shit, and went there, and I won't go see another Transformers movie. So, hey, you, you, you movie producers, you people out there, you want to know how to get an idiot like me to actually go see a movie? You can make a shitty movie. Um, let's see. Uh, name a shitty movie. What could it be? Let's say... Uh, come up with a shitty movie while I search for the movie I'm thinking about. <laughs> oh, Flash Gordon. The come last up, unicorn. Come up a movie oh. with like uh, the Flash Gordon. <laughs> then have literally one of the world's greatest bands make the fucking soundtrack. Or the last unicorn in America. You want to get idiots like me to see a movie? Have a really badass band do the soundtrack. Is America still around? Uh, I don't think they are. Not that I know of, but they did the soundtrack for the last unicorn. Cause I know they did. Because that's the actual reason why I saw it the first time. Because I heard the, I heard the, I heard it. And I'm like, no, no, this can't be. What? It is. I was fucking shocked. <laughs> um, according to this, they're still active. I don't know how many of the members are still around. Um, you know, I could see John going to see a movie that the entire soundtrack <laughs> was Europe. <laughs> Wait, they, they 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 did more than one song. I guarantee they did more than one song, but I can't name one. <laughs> okay, I was trying to think. The only song, like if you, final countdown, that's the only one everybody knows. It's the only sure one they I did know. More songs than that, but I have no idea. Like, if, Ryan, name another Europe song besides Final Countdown. Exactly. Are you there, Ryan? <laughs> Hold on. Apparently Ryan was talking, but my phone decided to, to, to censor him and turned him off. Ryan, are you there? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, there he um, is. You know, it's it's like the Scorpions. The only Unless you're like an actual music fan and you really like German rock music, nobody. the only song people know by the Scorpions is Rock You Like a Hurricane or Twisted Sisters, We're Not Gonna Take It Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. However, if you talk about the Beatles, people can name off entire albums off the top of their head. So, <laughs> I can't. I can name. I can name the songs I like, but I can't tell you if they were in an album together. But you can name more than more than one, though. Yeah, of course. I, I can name a, more than one song on, on quite a few bands, but not on the one-hit wonders. Like even John McClane, I, I can't think of any other song that he did besides American Pie. So Europe was a final uh, was uh, a one hit wonder. Twisted Sister was not. I mean, they had one big. They had one big, but yeah, maybe they were. I don't know if I'd consider them a one hit wonder. Um, no, no, they definitely were, were more than that. <laughs> oh, did I tell you guys my favorite story with D. Snyder lately? I don't remember if I mentioned it last week. <laughs> last week, I'm pretty sure you mentioned it last week. Okay, I'm not going to bring it up because I don't remember. But it's a hilarious story. Okay, so I have a question. Now, I was really thinking about this, and I think I figured out something that Superman could do that would make me like him more. And I was wondering if there's 
something a superhero that you guys aren't a fan of that if they switched up their repertoire in some form or fashion would make them like would endear them to you more now so if superman wasn't such a douchebag and actually made a steel recurve bow and used it against like i mean low you know, Lobo or some shit like that. Somebody beat his ass. Dark side. I think I would like him more. Yeah. Actually, Could you imagine Superman using a steel recurve bow, which I guarantee he could fucking pull that thing and shoot that through freaking Lobo or Dark side. Could you imagine that shit? Uh, honestly, that'd be badass. For me, it was well, actually what they did to uh, Aquaman. I love Aquaman's the what they how they changed up instead of being a goody goody, he's just constantly pissed off yeah. and he has this this attitude that that fits that to me fits him. So the, to I, me, I it was what they did to Aquaman. Well, they just picked a great actor. Well, no, but if you actually watch the cartoons, and it, I don't know about the comics, but the cartoons they gave him kind of a fuck you attitude, which I thought was perfect yeah. for for that character he you know he it, it, to me it seems like he acquiesced the fact that he needs the topside world but he's still like fuck you topside you know it was so i, I love what they did to the character so for me uh, aquaman but yeah, the, the yeah actor, I, i've always liked his attitude of i i don't actually care what happens to the land but if it affects the sea then i give a shit yeah he'll be like i'm gonna fuck some shit up if you guys don't stop this <laughs> oh yeah, talk yeah. about that there's a new I mean, um, dc like cartoon Boba. There's a, a okay. new um, DC cartoon that I'll just came out. DC one that I haven't watched yet, but uh, it's kind of in the same line of what uh, James was saying. The um, Superman Red Sun, which is sort of the alternate version like oh, if, yeah. if he had landed in Russia instead of America. I yeah. haven't seen that one yet, but it's supposed to be good. Yeah, I've heard of it, but yeah, I haven't actually haven't had time to see it. Um, so what is it? It's There's a new... God, what the fuck? What? Uh, where? What is it called? There is a brand new uh, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Is a brand new one. I guess it was just released recently. Oh, yeah, I want to see that one too. I like the first Justice League Dark they did. That shit was good. I've watched a I've watched a bunch of clips and it makes me want to see it. But I've never seen the cartoon DC movies that are bad. However, I've seen a lot of live action DC movies that suck. Oh God! Yes. Yeah, the DC yeah, the, animated like the... universe is fucking fantastic, man. Yeah, I think, and I know we've said this before. I think they were trying to copy Marvel too much, and I think it just i th i think I think Marvel doing what they did shot everybody's load, and I just think you can't do what they did. Yeah. However, I really want the dark the the. The dark creature universe, you know, the one that the Tom Cruise mummy movie started. I would, pay, I would pay to see that. Yeah, if, if they didn't DC, already ruin it. Well, they if 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 they let DC do it, <laughs> like <laughs> fuck Warner Brothers, whoever was doing it, let the 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 people who the, the, do the DC animation, you know, let them do it because apparently they're the only people who could do shit right. Like when it comes to comic book oh, shit. Oh God, yeah. For some reason, I mean, they just. They're just badass. I mean, even with what they did with Constantine, like that was amazing. Yeah, I uh, I actually did Constantine, and I love the fact they seem to base it off the uh, the guy who did the live action TV show, Constantine. Now, yeah, um, I would like to see. I really would like to see Keanu redo Constantine because I don't blame him for that movie. I don't. It want was to not his to. fault. He's actually supposed to reprise the role, and and the, and they're they're making so. part of the canon. I'll I'll be honest. I, I heard it a while back that they were that they were promising it, but I just I don't believe it until I see it. You know. I don't know if I want Keanu yeah, to yeah, do that. Yeah, I don't. I'm not getting myself. Up. I don't. Dude, I think Keanu can do it. I I really believe Keanu can do that role. You know, I don't I really do. Yeah, that movie was pretty awful, but I agree. It wasn't, it wasn't his fault. I'll be honest. It's not that I don't think he can do it. I don't think Hollywood's willing to do the do <clears throat> do it the way that character deserves justice. And, and that being, it would have I would to like be the cartoon version of him. Well, I think to do the cartoon yeah. justice, to do the character justice, I think you're going to have to make it like a horror movie. 
because if you read his backstory, yeah. if you, if you, if, for example, ladies and gentlemen, go to YouTube right now. There's a, a couple of different videos of his backstory from because of the different version of the comic books. Watch those, listen to those. Then you agree with me the fact to do it justice. It's not going to be a a, a a teenager friendly movie. It's no, no, no it's going to be for sure. No, he's a drunk, sarcastic <laughs> asshole. I don't think it'll. I think it'll be worse than 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 Deadpool. Uh, yeah. It'll be. It's going to be a horror version of Deadpool. Yeah, and I would see. I would be the first motherfucker in line if they actually did it correctly. It because it's it's the occult with magic and superheroes and a drunk smoking guy who's dying the whole fucking time. Um, and pissed off constantly. <laughs> and I think he killed in one of the versions of his backstory. I think he killed one of his kids. He killed his kid. Or he killed somebody, um, but I would love Probably. to see. I would love to see a reboot, but I don't want it with Keanu. I want it a fresh start, just because <laughs> the movie was just so bad. And I agree with James; it's not his fault. It was just a bad movie. Oh, it was a terrible movie. No, don't even don't even lump it in there with bad. I mean that that was a terrible movie. There, yeah, I mean it was, it was like watching. Funny. Okay, the only thing I can equate it to is watching the anime X movie. <laughs> but there's if no you watch the anime X movie and then watch Constantine Keanu Reeves live action. I mean, you, you might be able to formulate what the hell happened between them both. How, however, I mean, unlike X, how confusing and stupid it was. However, unlike X, there's not a movie that you, a TV, the episode one of a TV show that will explain the whole fucking thing. But <laughs> it's true. So let me explain. But, but, that's, that's there, it. <laughs> there is something I want to say. The cast in this movie was really good. Keanu Reeves. You oh. have Rachel Weiss or Weiss, W-E-I-S-Z. Weiss. You had, uh, oh, man, I seriously can't pronounce anything. Jamin, D-I-J-M-O-N-M-O-N. You have a really good, you have a really good cast here. Tilda Swinston as Gabriel. Um, how do you make a movie this bad with really quality actors? Terrible writing. Dog shit script and then terrible editing and terrible story. I mean, this is, this, this. It's, 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 they've got to, they should dissect this movie in film school of how do you have act pe- a movie with actors? I mean, with Rachel Weiss and Keanu Reeves by themselves, she would have made the movie fucking amazing. They're both quality I, actors. Yeah. I completely forgot Gavin Rossdale was in that movie too. I just, every time I see that movie, I'm like, motherfucker, how do you make this movie this bad with these actors? <laughs> Terrible script. That's it. I mean, it was a terrible story. Oh shit, you're right. He plays yeah. Balthazar. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was it was literally just a terrible story that was disconjointed. There was no continuity throughout the film. There was even parts like you're literally like, what the hell is going on? Because they didn't tell you anything. Yeah, you you know you're all right. All of a sudden, randomly, there's shit going on, and you're like. What, what, what? You know what? Now that, now that I think about it, they did a lot of the problems of the movies in that time is there was no explanation of things. There was no buildup and they didn't explain the universe. Nowadays we have yeah. movies that all That's they the do. Thing is, yeah. They didn't, they didn't drop it into the universe that everybody knows. They didn't tie it into anything. It was just like this one off. What's this guy? And I'm supposed to just kind of buy into all this other stuff. It didn't feel like a Constantine movie. Well, I, well they didn't explain the movie and, and like, and, that time period was full of movies like that. Nowadays, I think they spend so much time trying to explain the movie that then you get like, you get a five minute type of resolve or they have to make it in two movies. There's no quality balance. Kevin Costner. Well, that's, there's a reason. That's the reason why Kevin Costner, that's the reason Kevin Costner movies are fucking five hours long. Yeah, but Waterworld still is stupid. It's a fun movie though. It's a long movie. Yeah, and that fucking uh, stunt show that they did at Six Flags was dope. But, by the way, you want... And you, let's not talk about Postman. I like the last hour of Postman. But it is a three-hour movie. <laughs> so I'm not... You yeah, know, so, like, I liked a quarter of it, or a third of it, <laughs> depending on which math you're doing. Um, but that's the problem. Now, I mean, but the thing... 
What you on. say? No, I was going to say the problem I have now is they just they spend so much time explaining it. It's like a book. One of my favorite books I've read the last two years is The Warded Man, but half the book is explaining the half the first book is explaining the motherfucking universe. It's like, come on. Well, the thing is, when you're when they have movies like Constantine, um, if I really put some thought, I could probably come up with a couple other ones that are disconjointed like that. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on for like at least an hour and a half of the movie, which the movie is probably only an hour and 45 minutes. I didn't really look, but I probably was. And then all of a sudden the last 15 minutes you are like, what the hell did I just watch? They're trying to avoid that. So now they're trying to explain all this shit and then just run out of time. It's Not two, everybody's going to sit through a three hour movie. It's two hours in one. It's two hours in one minute. Um, Okay. I, I would say, yeah, I so, think a couple of things. Two hours of the movie, you're like, what the fuck is going on? I think, I, I wonder if they overthought their audience. Because nowadays you could do this movies because being a geek is kind of the in thing. Now more than ever. Back then, I don't think comic books and all this stuff was as big as it is now within the common realm, if, you, if that makes sense. So if they did it now, I think more people yeah. would know Constantine because that universe and all the universes are more popular. Yeah. I just, I, I just want to know how they got that script through. I mean, like how many scripts get rejected and that one got through. Cause it's an honestly, well, this is the, that was, this is the era of the dying era of the action movies. <laughs> I mean, so it, that's why it got yeah. passed. I mean, it's, so I, I think that's what it did. You got Keanu Reeves. So you got the guy from speed, you got a story that that that's basic yeah, matrix by that time, <laughs> and you have a story that basically that this propels a character forward. There's no real in depth or details to it, really. You get enough detail to explain why his character is doing what he's doing. So it's a basic action movie with a semi dark plot that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't remember why Gabriel hates him. Um, oh, like there's a bunch of little shit there that I don't remember. Granted, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I don't know. I mean, I'm just, uh, it just, it's an entertaining movie, but there's others I'd rather watch like, uh, I don't know, redneck zombies. <laughs> Still got to watch Trump and Juliet. At some point in time, I'll find a time, you know, maybe when I'm 90. <laughs> amazed honestly how many how many amazing actors are in shit movies or get forced to like holly berry i'm not a big holly berry fan but i do think she's a better actor in the fucking catwoman movie and how you basically get stuck making that movie because of contracts just just god however yeah that was However, it's it's like the movie Cats. When it comes out in theater after this corona thing, I'm going to invite a bunch of people. We're all going to have cocktails and just have fun making fun of the movie just because how bad it is. I've never wanted to see it. Never. I, I want to I see it just to have a bunch of friends over and talk shit about the movie. That sounds hilarious. When... Because if, if you read any of the what, what these uh, movie critics say about it, the movie's got to be worth watching. If you have movie the uh, directors saying, uh, excuse me, a critic saying that cutting of remarks. Like, apparently it's considered the worst movie of all time now. Like, the all-time worst movie. That's got to be worth seeing. Yeah, probably. Whoa, whoa. What was the goddamn movie that we were picking apart of... Uh... With the jacket. What the fuck was that movie? Oh, um, you mean the oh, one we... Drive? <laughs> drive, thank you. It cannot be yeah. worse than Drive. I've heard it's much worse than Drive. So, oh, yeah, no, it's supposed to be abysmal. Have you the, seen... That fucking movie. So the question is, have any of you guys seen the musical Cats in one form or another? Negative. James? No, I've seen parts. That's it. So... Just parts. I've actually sat through... Never a, the whole thing. I've actually been in a never wanted to. I've actually been in a theater specifically designed for cats in London. Actually saw 
the fucking thing and fell asleep halfway through it, if I remember correctly. It's already, to me, a boring, boring um, musical. Just my opinion. I'm right, but it's just my opinion. And then you throw the, <laughs> then you have, then you throw CGI cats with some of the best actors in history, and have to have a reason why this thing's being made. It, it it's going to be an abysmal failure, and which it was. So, doesn't it sound fun having an old fashioned hand, having a good couple of good buddies next to it, and a barbecue day just talking shit about the movie? Sounds wonderful to me. I don't know. I yeah, I mean, you know, you, you def- it's definitely something to do the uh, the mystery science theater version of it you know oh dude that i think that would but be that's all about just that's true see that's why it sounds fun uh, I, like inviting some of my closest friends if if i still have their phone number and just hanging out drinking your our, our be- favorite beverages of choice at, over like a smoked meat sounds hilarious yeah that could be fun i don't know ryan's got a good point i do like mystery science theater that, that is a yeah. fun <clears throat> show I mean, yeah, but you know, I mean, that's one of those uh, even even the reboot of it would have fun, you know, just mad fucking making jokes and talking shit. Well, fuck, that's half. They did a reboot of it not that long ago with uh, uh, Jonah. I know, I watched them all. I watched them all. And don't forget about riff tracks. Yeah, yeah, riff tracks have been going for fucking ever, man. It's got to be a thousand of those things. Um, but I, I would love to do that. I mean, hell, I'd still love to do it with with. Maybe that's once this Corona thing's over with, maybe that's an excuse to invite friends over to my house as we can all pick, uh, all gar- pick a movie. We all agree on a movie. And we just sit down and eat smoked meat and talk shit about the movie. Maybe that's going to be my new thing to get my friends to fucking visit me. <laughs> I'm down. That's not a bad idea. Because um, it sounds... It sounds like fun. The only problem is, is like, I got to remember, I'm not a civilian. <laughs> Most of my friends are when it comes to movies. Because I can see him go, what's the movie Eraserhead? You'll love it. Don't worry. Lawnmower Man, dude. Lawnmower Man. Lawnmower Man for sure. I saw that in theaters. <laughs> Dude, that God. that movie was an important time when VR the first or second i uh, time of VR got really really popular. Um, oh, I don't know. Oh, what was it? Ghost it's in been the a Ma- long time. Ghost in the Machine. If I I have a copy somewhere. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I don't know why I have a copy of it, but I do have a copy somewhere. Or did I? I might have sold it. I don't remember. I don't know. Um, God. <laughs> hey, I saw Cool World in theaters, so I, you know you'd be amazed what my parents took me to, because obviously I had. Th- th- <laughs> and I don't remember as a kid yeah. that that movie being that dirty. Oh God, yeah, I don't remember as a kid that movie being oh, that man. shitty. Yeah, <laughs> I was entertained by <laughs> I was entertained by it was a kid, which is you know still kind of what I'm looking for is something that's entertaining. But now I'm willing to talk more shit about it. Yeah, I'm surprised that Brad Pitt ever acted again after that shit. Tim Basinger? Yeah. Oh no shit. That yeah, killed shit. fucking unbelievable that he got work after that movie. Wait, Kim Basinger Basinger, wasn't she in um Oh God. Wasn't she in a couple of movies after that or was that the end of her career? Because she did there was one with Dana oh, DeVito. She's done stuff after that. Well, cause was there was um, the LA confidential. Yeah, was that after or before LA confidential? Yeah, it was after. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was mid nineties, early nineties. Ninety three, ninety four, maybe LA confidential. Cause I don't think she's done I a think, lot after yeah. that. And then also wasn't I, she, she was uh, Batman returns, right? No, no, no. That's, that's yep. uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh yeah. Michelle you're Pfeiffer right. is Catwoman. But what was Kim, Kim Basinger? Was yeah. that a Batman movie? Was she in a Was Batman? it the first one? Oh, oh, you're right. Because she played the the chick Alfred brought into the Batcave. Yes. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was uh, one of the shitty Schumacher ones, I want to say. Oh, Schumacher's? You sure it wasn't the Tim Burton? Oh, fuck. I don't think it was Tim Burton. Because he only did the two, right? Batman and Batman Returns? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she was Vicky Vale. Yeah. Yeah, that's what had to have been Batman Returns. Yeah, she played Bicky. You know what's funny? I just realized instead of pretending this is like 1982, I have the fucking internet right in front of me. Why don't I just use Google? <laughs> Motherfucker. Um, yeah. Because then I can't pretend to be a know-it-all. 
<laughs> well, hey, that's my golden wife. I'm Cliff Clavin over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit! She God, was in. That's an old reference. She's she was yeah, in. Right? She was in I'm Fifty Shades. Holy shooting at that Cliff Clavin. That's a good reference. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love Jesus. John Ratzenberger. That fucking guy's awesome. <laughs> He's the pig from Toy Story for you kids out there. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're, we're basically over time. Does does anybody have a uh, ending comment, the final moment type of thing? Knowing is half the battle. Yo, Joe, Ryan. Yep. Um, and Overkill is underrated. <laughs> <laughs> and to quote President Abraham Lincoln, "Be excellent to each other." For the for, nice. for the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James the Fat Man, Stevens, and for Ryan Preston, as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye.